the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. How God works through you impacts people. How the Holy Spirit ministers through you impacts people. Now, Jesus said, the Spirit will come upon you and you will be witnesses for me. The Spirit working in us and through us will be a witness to others of the reality of God and His power. And so it's not just that Joseph has the interpretation, it's how he has the interpretation. This impacts Pharaoh. Many people are often impressed when someone offers solutions to a problem on a whim, particularly difficult problems. As believers and followers of Christ, we often rely on the guidance of the Spirit for our problems and should let it be known. In today's message, Pastor Dan reflects on how Joseph's humility played a role in witnessing to Pharaoh about God. In his study, you'll learn the importance of letting others know when it's God who provides, rather than taking credit for yourself. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Genesis chapter 41 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. Beginning in verse 17, Pharaoh tells Joseph his dream. Pharaoh adds some additional details here, some personal commentary to his dream. Verse 17, we'll just read through it. He says, Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Behold, in my dream I stood on the bank of the river. Suddenly seven cows came up out of the river, fine-looking and fat, and they fed in the meadow. Then behold, seven other cows came up after them, poor and very ugly. That's new information. And gaunt. Such ugliness as I have never seen in all the land of Egypt. That's new information. And the gaunt and ugly cows ate up the first seven. The fat cows, when they had eaten them up, no one would have known that they had eaten them, for they were just as ugly as at the beginning. So I awoke. Also, I saw in my dream, and suddenly seven heads came up on one stalk, full and good. Then behold, seven heads, withered, thin, and blighted by the east wind, sprang up after them. And the thin heads devoured the seven good heads. So I told this to the magicians, but there was no one who could explain it to me. Now, verse 25, then Joseph said to Pharaoh, well, the dreams of Pharaoh are one. It's actually just one dream. God has shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. Now, notice here that God gives Joseph the interpretation immediately. The Egyptian magicians and the wise men and the Egyptian priests They've got to go to their books. But for Joseph, Joseph doesn't consult any books or manuals. He doesn't go through any kind of ritual to receive the interpretation. He just has the interpretation. Now, this would be shocking to Pharaoh. This would be shocking to the magicians and the wise men that are there, that here's this Hebrew prisoner that didn't do anything to get the interpretation. He's just got the interpretation. 
You know, in the Gospels, we see Jesus cast out demons simply by commanding them to go. And the Jewish religious leaders at that time, when they would attempt to cast out a demon, they, they actually had a whole ceremony and ritual thing that they would do, and they would burn incense, and they had prayers that they would recite in an attempt to try to cast out the, the demons. But Jesus just cast out the demons with a command, with a word. He just said, and they were gone. No, no incense, no reciting, wrote prayers, just a spoken command, and the demons obeyed. Now, on one occasion in Mark's gospel, when Jesus cast out a demon, listen to what it says. It says, the people were amazed so that they questioned among themselves, saying, what is this? What new teaching is this? For with authority, he commands even the unclean spirits and they obey him. You see, the people were amazed, not just that Jesus cast out a demon, but how he cast out a demon. He just commands them. He just has authority. And I suggest to you that how Joseph received this interpretation from the Lord impacted Pharaoh and the magicians and the wise men. How God works through you impacts people. How the Holy Spirit ministers through you impacts people. You know, Jesus said, the Spirit will come upon you and you will be witnesses for me. The Spirit working in us and through us will be a witness to others of the reality of God and his power. And so it's not just that Joseph has the interpretation, it's how he has the interpretation. This impacts Pharaoh. He, Joseph just speaks with authority. It's one dream, one message from God telling you what's going to happen. And so again, verse 25, Joseph said to Pharaoh, the dreams of Pharaoh are one. God has shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. The seven good cows are seven years. And the seven good heads are seven years. The dreams are one. And the seven thin and ugly cows which came up after them are seven years. And the seven empty heads blighted by the east wind are seven years of famine. This is the thing which I have spoken to Pharaoh. God has shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. Do you see how he keeps pointing him to God? God is speaking to you, Pharaoh. This God that you don't know. He's speaking to you. He's telling you what he's about to do. Indeed, seven years of great plenty will come throughout all the land of Egypt, but after them, seven years of famine will arise, and all the plenty will be forgotten in the land of Egypt, and the famine will deplete the land. So the plenty will not be known in the land because of the famine following, for it will be very severe And the dream was repeated to Pharaoh twice because the thing is established by God and God will shortly bring it to pass. God is trying to tell you what he's going to do, Pharaoh. And he gave you the two dreams to establish the matter. Out of the mouth of two witnesses, a matter is established, Deuteronomy. And he says, God's about to do this shortly. He's talking to a non-believer. Hey, God's trying to speak to you. God's trying to tell you something. God's trying to warn you of what's to come. So Joseph tells Pharaoh the interpretation. There would be seven years of plenty and abundance, followed by seven years of famine. The seven years of famine will be so bad, the good years will be forgotten. And that brings us to verse 33. And in verse 33, Joseph just offers some free advice to Pharaoh. (laughs) He's interpreted the dream for him, and now he's just going to give him some, some advice now. 
Remember, Pharaoh is the most powerful man in the world. Joseph is a prisoner. But while he's there, and he's got the floor, he's going to give him some free advice. Now, therefore, let Pharaoh select a discerning and wise man and set him over the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh do this and let him, this wise, discerning man, let him appoint officers over the land to collect one-fifth of the produce of the land of Egypt and the seven plentiful years, and let them gather all the food of those good years that are coming and store up grain under the authority of Pharaoh and let them keep food in the cities. Then that food shall be as a reserve for the land for the seven years of famine, which shall be in the land of Egypt, that the land may not perish during the famine. Joseph tells Pharaoh, what to do. Here's how you prepare the nation for this coming famine. Now, Joseph shows wisdom here. He shares wisdom with Pharaoh. Wisdom is one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will give us wisdom. James tells us if anyone lacks wisdom, that they should pray and ask God for wisdom, and God will give us wisdom generously. And so up, up to this point now, Joseph has offered Pharaoh knowledge. He told Pharaoh what the dreams meant and what will happen in the next 14 years in Egypt. That's knowledge. Knowledge is different from wisdom. Knowledge is information. Wisdom is knowing what to do with that information. You know people that have a lot of knowledge and they've got no wisdom at all. They know all the information. They're experts on the information. They can tell you all the information you want to know. But they don't have wisdom. They don't know what to do with that information. So Joseph gives Pharaoh both knowledge and wisdom. He says, here's what's going to happen. And here's how you prepare for it. Again, wisdom is a gift of the Holy Spirit. God gives us wisdom from above. So we know what to do in any given situation. And and Joseph told Pharaoh to appoint a discerning and wise man over all of the land of Israel. Now, there's some commentators that that think maybe Joseph was kind of indirectly suggesting himself. You should just appoint a really wise person whose name rhymes with Yosef. You know, I just, whatever. If I were you, I would appoint a Hebrew prisoner, but that's just me. But I don't know about that. I don't think he was. And then he says, and and allow this person to appoint officers over the 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 land of Israel, uh, the land of Egypt. Let him, you know, basically set up an administration to oversee this this program to deal with this famine that's coming. And here's the plan: during the seven years of abundance, collect one fifth of the produce from the people. So tax the people twenty percent of their produce. Now, at this point in Egypt's history. Uh, Pharaoh taxed the people 10%. And so Joseph is saying, you need to double their taxes, raise it to 20%, and, and collect all, the, all this produce during the seven good years, store the grain and the produce in storehouses in every city, and then use that produce during the seven years of famine. Now, just as a little side note for you, Bible nerds like me, Uh, There are Egyptian writings that talk about the seven years of famine outside the Bible. And archaeologists have uncovered huge storehouses in the Egyptian cities 
that date back to the time of Joseph. Just again, confirming what the Bible says. We'll return to today's edition of Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton in a moment. But first, Pastor Dan would like to extend a special invitation to our listeners. If you've enjoyed the messages on Ring of Truth, I'd like to personally invite you to join us this Sunday at Calvary Chapel. We're located in Columbia, Maryland, just five minutes from Routes 29, 95, and 100. I'd love for you to come be part of our time of worship and Bible study this weekend at 9 or 11 a.m., I always enjoy meeting listeners of Ring of Truth, so please be sure to introduce yourself to me after church. To find out more information and to get directions, visit our website at calvaryec.com. Thanks, Pastor Dan. That website again is calvaryec.com. We look forward to seeing you. Now, back to today's message. And so then verse 37, So the advice was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of all his servants. And Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find such a one as this, a man in whom is the Spirit of God? Pharaoh recognized the Spirit of God and Joseph. And again, Pharaoh's a non-believer. He's, he's a heathen. He's a pagan. He worships other gods. And yet he recognized the Spirit of God in Joseph. And as we walk in the Spirit, as we're filled with the Spirit, Hopefully, people will see the Spirit of God in us. They'll see the fruit of the Spirit. They'll see the gifts of the Spirit in our lives. They'll they'll recognize them. So then Pharaoh said to Joseph, verse 39, And as much as God has shown you all this, there is no one as discerning and wise as you. (laughs) You shall be over my house. That would be his personal home and business his personal affairs, and over all my people, they all shall be ruled according to your word. Only in regard to the throne will I be greater than you. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring off his hand, which speaks of Pharaoh's authority. So Pharaoh gave Joseph ruling authority. Similarly, the Father has given all authority to the Son, Jesus Christ. Remember, Joseph is a picture of Jesus. Matthew 28, 18, Jesus said, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on the earth. And here, Pharaoh gives Joseph all authority by giving him this signet ring. Verse 42 again, he takes his signet ring off his hand, puts it on Joseph's hand. He clothed him in garments of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. Now, now that morning, Joseph was wearing, you know, uh, an orange prison uniform and plastic shoes. And now he, he's wearing fine linen and a gold chain. Only the Lord can do that. <laughs> Only the Lord can do that. And he had him ride in the second chariot, which he had, right? So, He's got like the second coolest chariot in all of Egypt now, second only to Pharaoh's chariot. That's kind of like Air Force One and Air Force Two. This is chariot two that he's got. And they cried out before him, bow the knee. So he set him over all the land of Egypt. So all the people of Egypt, they bowed before Joseph. 
In Philippians chapter 2, it says of Jesus, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but he made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant, and coming in the likeness of men, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him, And given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven, of those on the earth, and those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. They bowed before Joseph, just as every knee will bow before Jesus. Verse 44, Pharaoh also said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and without your consent... No man may lift his hand or foot in all the land of Egypt. No one can do anything without Joseph's permission. John 15, 5, Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Verse 45, and Pharaoh called Joseph's name Zaphnath Pene. We're not really sure what that means. And he gave him as a wife, Asnath, the daughter of Potipharah, priest of On, and so Joseph went out over all the land of Egypt. So I want you to note this here. Joseph was despised and rejected by his brothers. They sold him into slavery. And then he was received and exalted by the Egyptians, Gentiles. And he was given a Gentile bride. Again, we see a picture of Jesus Christ. Jesus was despised and rejected by his brothers, the children of Israel. But then he was received and exalted by Gentiles, primarily. Church is primarily Gentiles. He was given a Gentile bride in the church. That includes us. Joseph was 30 years old when he stood before Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Jesus was 30 years old when he began his ministry. And Joseph went out from the presence of Pharaoh, and he went through all the land of Egypt. Verse 47, now in the seven plentiful years, the ground brought forth abundantly. So he gathered up all the food of the seven years, which were in the land of Egypt, and laid up the food and the cities. He laid up in every city the food of the fields which surrounded them. Verse 49, Joseph gathered very much grain as the sand of the sea until he stopped counting. For it was immeasurable. So apparently at the beginning of it, he was keeping an account of it, but it just was so much that he just stopped trying to keep an account of all the grain they were collecting. Verse 50, And to Joseph were born two sons before the years of famine came, whom Asnath, the daughter of Potipharah, priest of On, bore to him. And watch what it says here. Joseph called the name of the firstborn Manasseh, Here's why he called him Manasseh. For God has made me forget all my toil and all my father's house. And the name of the second he called Ephraim. For God has caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction. Verses 50 to 52 are very, very important and helpful to us. With God's help, Joseph was able to forget the pain of his past. With God's help, 
he was able to forget the pain that was caused him by his family. You know, some people dwell in the past. Some people dwell on past pain and past wrongs they've suffered and past hurts they've experienced uh, to the point that they become bitter and angry and resentful and they just stuck in the past. There's something that happened to them, something that someone did to them, and they're just stuck there. I know for me, I came to Christ when I was in my mid-20s and I was stuck. I was stuck in my past, just emotionally, mentally. And the great thing is, is Jesus Christ will set you free. Jesus Christ will set you free. He can help you get unstuck. And he can set you free from your past. Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted. The Bible says if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. She's a new creation. Old things pass away. Everything's made new. And when we are in Christ, we, we don't keep looking back. We don't keep looking back and dwell in the past. We move forward with Christ's help and his power. We forget the things that lie behind. And we press on toward Christ and the new life we had, we have in him. God enabled Joseph to forget about his past pain and have a fruitful life now in the land of his affliction. I love that. He's not just wallowing in the land of affliction. His life is fruitful. His life is good. God has set him free from his past. He's caused him to be fruitful in the land of his affliction. And listen, God will do the same thing for you. Maybe you're stuck on something that happened to you in the past. You're holding on to that past hurt. Jesus Christ can set you free. Jesus Christ can make your life fruitful. Even in the midst of your affliction, he can make your life fruitful going forward. It's what he did for Joseph. And so just to finish it up here. Verse 53, then the seven years of plenty which were in the land of Egypt ended and the seven years of famine began to come, as Joseph had said. And the famine was in all lands, but in all the land of Egypt there was bread, there was food in Egypt. And again, we have ancient records talking about this famine being in all the lands in the Near East and those nations coming to Egypt for food. Uh, so when all the land of Egypt was famished, the people cried to Pharaoh for bread. And then Pharaoh said to all the Egyptians, go to Joseph. And whatever he says to you, do. When the Egyptians cried to Pharaoh for bread, Pharaoh said, go to Joseph. Whatever he says to you, do it. At the wedding in Cana, they ran out of wine. They came to Mary. And Mary said to the servants, whatever Jesus says to you, do it. Joseph is a picture of Jesus. The famine was over all the face of the earth, and Joseph opened all the storehouses. And look what it says. He sold to the Egyptians. So I love this. He taxed the people. He doubled their taxes. <laughs> Collected all this grain during the years of plenty. Stores it up. Now nobody has anything. And so he starts selling it back to the people. He doesn't just mail them a check, right? He actually sells it back to them. <laughs> He begins to sell it back to the people. And the famine became severe in the land of Egypt. So all the countries came to Joseph in Egypt to buy grain because the famine was severe in all lands. And this is going to set the stage for Joseph's family coming down to Egypt seeking food 
and Joseph saving his family. He asked me how I know, and I say, bring truer than the finest crystal. You've been listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Pastor Dan has been teaching through the book of Genesis. Although some might view Genesis simply as a historical account of genealogies, the undercurrent throughout this book entails a broader understanding of God's nature toward His people. You're introduced to God's care and concern for His creation, how sin stained what God had created, and what God intended to do to atone for the sin that overshadowed the world altogether. God's plan included a Savior that would envelop His creation in love and sacrifice that might seem incomprehensible to the average person. But God's ways are higher than anything that we as humans can understand. Yet He chose to come to our level anyway. That's a Creator God who's invested for the long haul. If anything about today's message has struck a chord with you, we'd like to talk with you. Please give us a call at 410-491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. You can also send us an email through our website, calvaryec.com. If you're not connected yet with a local church, we highly encourage you to find a church home that will help guide and support you in your growing faith. Thanks so much for joining us today. Pastor Dan will have more to share from the book of Genesis next time, right here on Ring of Truth. Recognize the hands that craft and am what I know because I know his voice, and it only takes willingness and a conscious choice. You need not guess there's a ring of truth that is unmistakable, and knowing that you cannot find alone. And if you listen carefully, and sometimes even if you General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.